Welcome to Growing Through Grief. I'm your host, Diana Curtis. Growing Through Grief is a weekly sprinkle of education and inspiration to help you take action that leads to personal freedom and greatness. I share powerful conversations with grief experts, spiritual advisors, and other courageous souls in this transformational podcast. I believe with the right support and the power of community, you can eliminate unnecessary prolonged grief. I'm here to teach you how to normalize, recognize, and use grief as a growth tool. I've been a champion for growth for decades since the loss of my mother. Together, we are growing. I'll give you weekly tips and small steps that will move the needle forward so that you are experiencing a healthy inner relationship with yourself. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. I'm back, and I would like to welcome you back to another episode. I love, love, love mornings. I know you've heard this before, but it's when I'm most present and connected to myself. And I get so many downloads, so many insights. Now, I've already had one of the most important calls of the day. And here's what was dropped in my soul today. One of the ministers shared on the prayer call this statement, and it caused me to pause. She said, life is about growth, growth, and more growth. No matter if you're growing through grief or you're growing through something else, you're always growing through something, right? She went on to say, at the top of one mountain, is the bottom of another mountain. How true is that statement? You're always climbing. When you think you're there, you tell yourself, I got this thing called life. I'm happy, I'm healthy, I'm content. Something else comes along to motivate the climbing of another mountain from the bottom, I might add. But the delight here is, at least for me, is each time the climb gets easier and easier. The climb is sweeter and sweeter. Again, at least it has been for me. So what mountain did you just climb? Are you still climbing? For me, okay, I just completed a very intense, compassionate, and loving year-long process. So how can it be intense, compassionate, and loving? Okay, it wasn't all cookies and cream. There were some moments of struggle and challenges. Yet, I'm left wondering which comes first, love or compassion? Now, I know we will all say love, but they both feel so beautiful to have love and compassion vibrating within your body, within your soul at the same time. How magical, how magical that can be. And yes, I felt pain, but I also 
experienced a lot of compassion and a lot of love that led me to spaces of divine freedom in every area of my life. And I'm so appreciative for what I will call an elegant blend of tools and principles and skills and stepping stones for healing, growth, and transformation, which will ultimately, which is ultimately supporting me in being more effective in my relationships with my family, with friends, with colleagues, with clients, with people I meet as I move around in the world. And it's been so magical. It's been a magical experience personally and through my observation of others as well, as others openly receive buckets of compassion and love being poured out into their souls, they too are experiencing this magic that I'm talking about. So a little transparency here. I thought I needed this training, this process, so that I could become more effective in my work around grief counseling and coaching. Like every other process, like every other program, like every other training that I've taken in the past, this one was no different. The healing was all about me. I am my first client. And as I heal, I will be able to help others heal. At the time of this recording, graduation is today. I'm graduating today and I'm feeling quite lovely. I'm feeling confident and strong and excited about my future. A future that is quite clear, pleasing and powerful these days. Have you ever felt as light as a feather? That's how I've been feeling for the past few months. I'm feeling free and unlimited. I'm not blocked by circumstances, nor am I anxious about the future. I have this improved ability to take a higher perspective and see life as it is. Yet I'm dreaming, I'm visioning with boldness and bigness no more small dreams and little visions. No need to be constricted in anything, right? I'm consistently freeing myself as I remember who I am. Whenever I feel constriction and worry beginning to come in, I return to the present moment by remembering who I am. And in that space, I'm free I'm unlimited and I'm filled with peace. Okay, so enough about me. Let me describe and give you a picture of what the experience might look like for you. Here's another way that I'm going to describe an experience that may or may not resonate with you. So let's say you've spent years denying the deep powerlessness you may be walking in. Your heart is armored up. There's little to no ability to reconnect back to yourself again. Everything is sealed off. And it feels like you're having to slowly find your way back 
out of denial so that you can recognize and admit the reality of a powerless moment, of a powerless position you may have experienced sometime in your past. So, okay, what might that look like for you? Let's say you lost a loved one. It doesn't have to be death. It could be you lost this person through a divorce or something else. It could be any loss that left your heart broken and it changed how you feel inside. It changed who you think you are. It changed how you show up in the world. It changed how you see the world. You're working with a different set of lenses from which you see the world, people, places, and things around you. Are you feeling invisible? Are you sliding through life feeling hopeless and wishing someone would come along and save you? Is it time to stop wishing and time to get busy living life, creating what you desire, living a victorious life of fulfillment in a community with other compassionate hearts, healing, growing, transforming into your greatest potential? Sign up now for the next course, Growing Through Grief System, a holistic and compassionate approach to limitless growth and healing. Visit www.coachingtotheheart.org to learn more. Celebrate yourself, your life, and your legacy. We are growth seekers, mastering the game of life and creating a different reality beyond grief and loss. So we're going to use death for this conversation, but again, it could be anything else. Feel free to fill in the blank for your particular situation. So you lost a loved one. Let's say you were a child, maybe a little bit older, but regardless, you had no voice, you had no understanding, and very little clarity. And there's an implicit memory, meaning the memory is there, but it's not totally clear. It's not crystal clear in terms of what happened. There's an implicit memory of the whole situation roaming around in your socket now that you are an adult. There's a lot of confusion. Identity confusion is present. You don't know who you are. You don't understand why you feel the way you feel. Again, there's some clarity and there are glimpses of heartbreak from that traumatic loss. But remember, I shared it happened when you were a child. And could you understand death or whatever it was? So what did you do with those emotions? What did you do with those feelings if you were a child? Yeah. In all likelihood, you pushed them down. You held on to them. So that energy of those feelings and those emotions, whether it be sadness, fear, or anxiety, they're still there, right? Maybe you didn't have anyone to talk to like me. No one to talk to who would understand. But now that you're an adult, it may be even years or decades later, it's coming up for healing. The stuff is coming up. Those emotions are coming up for healing. And you still might want to deny and push them down. 
but you know that it's not helpful because you see how it's destroying your life, your relationships, your finances, your health, and you want to work through the denier this time, not push it away. And you want to find your way back to yourself. Well, that's what I've been doing. That's what I've been doing for the last year. And even though I've experienced lots of healing, lots of healing has taken place in my life, for the, mainly for the past decades, there were still some things and, and events that I was choosing to push down. And you know what? There's still more. But I was not ready to face or confront those things, those events, those people. There were some mountains that I was not ready to climb. I was not ready to be honest with myself about those things, people, places, situation, circumstances, events. One of the reasons I believe I was not ready to deal with it was I told myself it meant relationships with people that I love dearly would change for the worse. But you know what? That fear dissipated immediately. In fact, the more I healed, the more authentic and closer the relationships became, at least in most cases, not true for all cases. It was not true for all relationships, but the most important relationship Hmm. The one that I'm having with myself is what really mattered to me. That's all that matters, in my opinion, how I relate to myself. And perhaps that's true for you. The only relationship that matters to you is the relationship that you're having with yourself. How do you relate to yourself? Well, I'm here to tell you because I have a better relationship with myself. Life is quite amazing. Every day, there's something great. There's amazement that shows up in my life every single day. And this last process, which was done through compassion, is the icing on the cake. It was the space that compassionate inquiry provided then open the path back to my heart. An authentic, clear, clean, forgiving, loving, compassionate, joyful heart. Back to a heart that's free to love and free to be loved. So for anyone who's afraid to heal from a significant loss due to death, divorce, sexual trauma, you name your trauma, you know what it is. I say to you, breathe some compassion on your situation and allow yourself to simply heal from its effects. Recognize what that situation has left behind for you and become more aware of what's spinning around in your soul. It may be spinning around in your soul like fire, painfully burning you up inside. Accept that it's there. Heal the wounds that it has left behind. Process the effects of its energy that's vibrating, that may be vibrating at every level of your being. 
process it, release it. So there's no longer a hardening of your heart, but a path back to a soft heart, an open heart. No worries if you don't remember clearly what happened when you were younger or even what happened a few months ago. The body has captured that event and it will remind you when you're ready to accept and heal it. The universe, God will send you the right support, the right people when the time comes. And you will no longer define yourself by the thing that happened to you. But rather, you will pay attention to what's happening inside of you. Be aware of the old, outdated beliefs and coping strategies you still carry that are no longer working for you. You've heard me say it once. You heard me say it twice or more. Those coping strategies are causing you more suffering. Coping strategies that worked back when, but they're no longer needed now. So say thank you to those strategies because they served you well back when. Be grateful for them. Now, move forward. Learn new tools, skills, strategies that will carry you forward into a future that's free. I realize my words may not land for everyone. I also know that my sharing this information is a lot different than you discovering and experiencing it for yourself. Experiencing compassionate healing through the use of your body will bring that which is partially out of your mind, out of your consciousness, it will bring it into awareness. And it can happen gently and compassionately. If anything in this conversation connected with your truth, great. If it didn't resonate with you, that's great too. So I leave you with this message. Whatever mountain you are climbing, take the scenic route. There will be rocks and there will be flowers. They are both there to support your journey to the top. Wherever you are in your life, keep treasuring the breath. Treasure the breath. The breath is communion with life. The breath is communion with spirit. Don't stifle spirit out. Let life flow in and out of you with ease. Don't follow the mind, the thoughts, follow the breath and allow your heart to be open again. Trust you will be okay and just keep growing and growing and growing. I'm looking forward to seeing you again next week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Growing Through Grief and being part of this loving community of women. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share and spread the word. Let's help all women become richer and more nourished in their heart so that they're able to just keep on rising. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or topic ideas, or you would like to be a guest on my show, you can reach me directly at coachingtotheheart.org. 
Thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode. In the meantime, keep on growing.